house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless, when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this because a little bit that I rushed. It felt like I rushed. It was good. I liked it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. What up? With us on the ones and twos, Joseph Ascani. What it do? We are on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. We're going to recap the wild card round and then give you our best bets. We're going to have one for each game this weekend. Uh, a couple things to get into before we get to that. Hit the subscribe button, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. You know the drill. If you're listening and you haven't done it yet, just hit the button. Do us a favor. Saints are... Making some moves. Um, not so much moves, but addition by subtraction. Pete Carmichael is out. Um, wide receivers coach is out. Another offensive analyst is out. Good thing, bad thing. How do you feel about it's it? Good thing. Yeah. Still got um, still got the head guy calling the shots. So, yeah. So that's not good. But I think we can all agree Pete Carmichael needed to go. Uh, Michael Thomas put something on his Instagram page saying – Mediocre guys, whatever, have an issue with winners. Winners have an issue with mediocre guys. Essentially, that was the gist of what he said. So, seems to be happy um, that there's changes coming, I suppose. Jameis Winston, you think he's out? Yeah. You think he's gone? Yes. I think he got to. I don't know how you keep him after uh, what he did. But, I mean, Jameis has cemented himself in the uh, – in, 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 I don't know what you would even call it, what he cemented himself in. But Saints fan lore, uh, it's not going to be a Hall of Famer. Not going to be in the Ring of Honor, that's for sure. But uh, he he won't ever be forgotten for his time in New Orleans. But, yeah, I would imagine he's probably he's probably on the outs. Um, mainly everything that I have written down pertains to the recap. Um, what are your thoughts on what Peacock did? With the subscription, or you needed to, if you wanted to watch Chiefs and Dolphins, you needed to have Peacock. So they had 23 million people sign up for Peacock. Wasn't it like behind? Probably. What, like a delay? It seemed pretty behind. What do you, in what way? What do you mean? Because I went to live bet the Dolphins after the Chiefs went up. I think they went up 14 to 3. And then before I could live bet, it showed the Chiefs, uh, the Dolphins had nine points. Tyreek Hill had the 53-yard touchdown. Yeah, so that's a good point. That is a negative of streaming. Streaming is always a little bit behind. It's it's not it's not spot on live for sure. Um, depends how much. Typically, it's like 30 seconds. So that plays a plays a role for sure. Um, yeah, I think fuck Peacock. Honestly, really, what it is is fuck Roger Goodell in the NFL for for them allowing that to happen. It's the ultimate money grab. You kind of have to tip your cap to Peacock, I guess, because they just made a boatload of money. But it certainly opens the door for, what, are you going to hoe out these playoff games to the highest bidder? Mm-hmm. And then we're going to have to just bounce around. That's why I tweeted out, Peacock got me. They got me for fucking a month, six bucks. Canceled it after that. Congratulations, you got the six bucks. But the fact that I think it sets a bad precedent, like, it was fucking Tubi going to have the next one. Yeah. They're going to have the AFC championship. I don't understand. We're just in a weird spot. 
really what we need to do is blame uh, blame Charter and DirecTV. The, the, the juggernauts are all folding. DirecTV, it used to be their thing that they had the Sunday ticket. They got bought out by YouTube TV. So now, naturally, I have YouTube TV. But then Charter, with their ESPN battle at the start of college football, we're going. We're, we're rapidly going to this bouncing around from streaming services. So, mm-hmm. um, what else? Anything else going on? Um, nope, not really. Joseph, you got anything? Nothing. Oh, Saban. Saban was retired. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So there's definitely shit. We just got to think about it. I I, I got to do a better job of writing it down. Yeah, Nick Saban's done. Um, it's a good time to be an LSU fan. It is. It's a very good time to be an LSU fan. You've got in the 25 class the number one quarterback, running back, and wide receiver coming in. And then he's gone. Finally. Nick Saban is gone. You got to I mean, I don't hate Nick Saban. I know you don't either. Um, unquestionably the greatest college football coach of all time. But see you later. I, I mean, yeah. I, I'm glad. If you're not with us, you're against us. And now he's with nobody. So we don't have to worry about him. Go away. Stay away. It's LSU's time to shine now. We're about to run the SEC. Texas is coming in. Don't care. Quinn Ewers is coming back. What do you think about that? I feel like it was to be expected. He, yeah. made, he made this whole production. It's like, buddy, we saw you play. Yeah. You didn't look great. He didn't look like a top five quarterback. Like, I mean, he honestly was – they still had a chance to beat Washington, but he played like shit. Mm-hmm. If he played better, they win that game. So I don't think it was ever a – he wasn't going first round. So I didn't think at least. Um, but, yeah, he's coming back. Arch Manning, he stays or he goes? He's got to stay. Yeah, he's going to stay. I think the bag is pretty substantial too. They gave fucking Bond, the receiver from Alabama, they gave him a Lamborghini. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Um, I thought that that was interesting, though, that he gave a whole big production that uh, he's coming back. So, yeah, we all we all figured. We saw you play. Um, and Belichick. Belichick's yep. done, too. Bill Belichick apparently took a interview with the Atlanta Falcons. I'm not really scared of Belichick. It's kind of what we were talking about. Like you said, you're going to go to another team with no quarterback. Belichick doesn't really. It, it's like when Michael Jordan went to the Wizards. You weren't like, oh, fuck, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan. Like, he could still drop 30, 40 on you, but he ain't gonna, there ain't consistency. Bill Belichick's not turning the Atlanta Falcons around. He's just not. Um... Anything else? Not that I know of. All right, we will get into the recap. Um, Like I said before, these episodes will be, granted, although last episode was over an hour, typically these episodes are going to be a little bit shorter uh, with no college football. That's normally the bulk of what we're diving into, and and we got less games now. So our week started off really good, about as good as it gets. Um, I sat right here. I said C.J. Stroud, I mean, really, we hit the nail on the head every which way. I said C.J. Stroud was about to torch the Browns. You said Joe Flacco was about to throw interceptions and and turn the ball over, that that would be the difference. He threw one pick six, two pick sixes? Two pick sixes. Yeah. Um, Or two interceptions. Were they both pick sixes? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, I said C.J. Stroud would go for 404 touchdowns. He went for 303, but he didn't play the fourth quarter. They lit the Cleveland Browns on fire. Um, if you're a Texans fan right now, you got to feel so good. So good. 
even if you go out and you get trounced by the 49ers, you are not walking away from this as like, oh man, man, like you're not you're not going to be a sad fan. Like the the future is as bright as it gets. You just played the number one defense in just about every single category. Your quarterback went 16 to 21, 274 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Everybody contributed. It, it was it was impressive. If you're a Texans fan, you gotta be on cloud nine right now. You managed to you drafted the guy. He assaulted some people. They traded him for like the most expensive contract ever. Sent y'all back to to hell to purgatory. And then in one draft class, y'all are out. It's incredible. So obviously you got the guy at head coach, D'Amico Ryan's. You found your quarterback. You found a cornerstone defensive player. Stingley looked great. They've got weapons. You got to feel good if you're a Texans fan right now. Um, but we feel good because we hit the nail completely on the head. The Texans won 45 to 14. Absolutely obliterated the Browns. Uh, two and a half point underdogs on their home field. And we were off and running to with a just a great start. And then it went south a little bit. Yeah. Not so much for you, but it went south for you later on. But it went really south for me. Uh, Dolphins and Chiefs. Um, the Chiefs win twenty six to seven. I have one. Well, I have one major among many other minor gripes. If you're Tua Tagovailoa, you cannot ask Patrick Mahomes for his jersey. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck was that? You just played like dog shit, and you ask him for his jersey. What do you want to remember the day? You want to remember the game where y'all marched into Kansas City in sub-30 degree wind chill and scored one touchdown? You had three scoreless quarters? You lose 26-7? to seven. If I'm the Dolphins, I'm blowing it up. Blowing it up. McDaniel, see you later. Tua, especially. See you later. He's got, what, one more con- one more year on his rookie deal? Dude, he better go out for 40 touchdowns and less than 10 interceptions or I'll see you the fuck later. You know you're not you you know you don't have the guy when he's going up to the guy and saying, Hey man, can I get your jersey? Like you might as well ask him for his ask him to sign it right there. Ask him for his fucking autograph and a picture. Uh, Tom Brady would fucking spit in Peyton Manning's face if he didn't leave the field before they could shake hands. Like Tom Brady, you beat him, he was in the locker room slamming shit around. He's not asking Peyton Manning for his jersey. If I'm a Dolphins fan, I'm fucking sick. Serious. Yeah, like did you you didn't have issue with that? No, yeah, I think it it's a problem. Everybody's fucking soft now. Nobody yeah. nobody's a competitor. Everybody's a fucking baby and just wants to be friends and we're here you're not here to have fun. You have people traveling in that game in sub 30 degree or negative 30 wind chill. Go go the fuck to the locker room. He said, "Hey, and he didn't even give him the jersey. He said, "Hey, can I get that?" He's like, "Ah, I promised it to the fucking long snapper." So it, it, it's like he has no respect for Tua. <laughs> yeah, he said, "I promise it to somebody else." The it's first damn cold. I'm not taking off shit out of it. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's like you can't ask for that jersey, and then when he tells you no, dude, it's over. It's over. Tua's time in Miami is done. It's done. They'll never win anything. They should have handled fucking business against the Bills. They would have had a home playoff game. Granted, I was on the Bills that week. I don't know. So, um. Not good there for us. Joseph, you were on the Chiefs, though. Um, Packers and Cowboys. This one, nobody saw this going the way it did. Um, Nick and I were on the <laughs> what? What? He I'm just did. looking at him. Yeah. He saw it going that way. I saw it going the opposite. Dallas wins by that much. 
I mean, we agreed it was too many points. Yeah. Seven and a half was too many points for the for a Packers team that's um, rolling, but also a Cowboys team that has shown chinks in the armor. With that being said, 48 points? Mm-hmm. The Packers dropped nearly a 50-burger. Dak Prescott, I got chastised by a lot of people because I said Dak Prescott stinks. Dak Prescott is a, a lifetime loser. He's good enough to get you. That's exactly what I said. He's good enough to get you there, but he's not elite. He's not good enough to win it for you, just like Tony Romo was. He's Tony Romo reincarnated. And Dak Prescott did what he does best because he went out and he had a killer fourth quarter. So for all the stat the stat sheet watchers, Dak Prescott finished with over 400 yards and three touchdowns. And everybody's going to say, look at the numbers. The numbers this, blah, blah, blah. Shove the numbers up your fucking ass. Because as soon as he threw that pick six and they go down 27 nothing, 27 to nothing, that's a wrap. Done deal. It's over. It's over. Mike McCarthy will be fired. Guaranteed. Every single year, it's the same shit with the Cowboys. The Packers were a nine-win team. The Cowboys were undefeated at home, 8-0. Jordan Love just came in and fucking laid his fucking nuts on the table right on Dak Prescott's forehead and dropped 48 points on him. Same thing with the Cowboys, just like the Dolphins. Blow it up. Blow it up. They got so many people with contracts coming up. You, It's just the same repetitive, mediocre bullshit every year. So um, Packers... Obviously, cover the plus the the, the seven and a half. Um, Rams and Lions was the final game that day. This one was frustrating because we were. What were you on, Joseph? You were on the the under. Somehow that hit. Oh yeah, I don't know. Oh how. yeah, they're huge first half. That yeah. was crazy. Yeah, they scored nine points in the second half after scoring 38. 38 points in the first half. Thirty eight points. Wild. Uh, the Lions were up fourteen to three. They win twenty four to twenty three. Nick and I were on the Lions minus three. Um, this one was annoying. The Lions should have covered this game. I felt like, but yeah. then it's weird that their defense, like the Rams, kept kind of shooting themselves in the foot. I felt like in the second half because they were moving the ball like crazy. The Lions' defense did not look good, but somehow they they. Rams only scored 23 points. They went three quarters without scoring a touchdown. I mean, what were you mean? Did do you have any takeaways? I was not impressed with the Lions. No, I wasn't either. I mean, obviously in the beginning they looked really well, but um yeah, the second half. Yeah, what ha- like what happened? It was 21-17 at halftime, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's like what happened? How do you score 3 points in the second half? Mm-hmm. Lions win by one. We had a minus three. Uh, it, it felt like we should have got this one. Um, so that was tough. Uh, Monday, the game that got postponed, this really fucking grinds my gears because I gave out the under 36 in the Bills and Steelers. Game that was supposed to be played on Sunday got moved to Monday. If this game was played on Sunday, they might not have scored a single point. Yep. Under 36 was a lock. Literally. You couldn't even play the game, so they moved it. Uh, a great handicap by me. Great, a great uh, di- diagnosing the weather. But they moved it to Monday, and I took the under again, 38 and a half. There was 
48 points scored. Josh Allen took a 52-yard touchdown to the house. Um, this one was this one was annoying. This one pissed me off. Um, but you were on the Bills minus 10. At one point, they were up 21 to nothing. It definitely got a little interesting. Yeah, they there cut it the to seven. Yeah. Um, they went 31 to 17. Are the Bills the uh, team of destiny? No. No? No. Somebody's been the Chiefs. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay. Actually, yeah, we did kind of gloss over the Chiefs. Um, they kind of woke up offensively. Yeah, it was cold. What do you mean? <laughs> what is Could that? Could expect more in warm weather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... Um, yeah, Rasheed Rice. Eight for 130 and a touchdown. Like I said, I know we glossed over this. Uh, the Chiefs did kind of beat the shit out of the Dolphins. And, and it's like, have they just been coasting to the postseason? Um, Mahomes looked good. I don't know. It kind of goes against the, uh, like, who knows? Maybe they were just fucking not giving a shit. And now they now they do. Uh, but we'll, we'll, get to, we'll get to that game this weekend. Yeah. Um, Last one, Eagles and Bucks. This was another fucking annoying one. The Eagles, same thing, dude. The Dolphins, the Cowboys, and the Eagles, throw them all in the same category. Fire the coach. Fucking, I, I don't even know what to say about the Eagles. The defense is trash. Matt Patricia, let Matt Patricia go fucking waddle back to wherever he came from because he's a fucking idiot. This defense, everybody was like, oh, Howie Roseman is a genius. Howie Roseman's just dumpster diving for... for has-beens that we just haven't figured out are complete has-beens yet. Bradbury sucks. Byard sucks. Fucking all these guys. James Bradbury is trash. Trash. Baker Mayfield. I mean, God bless him. 337 yards, three touchdowns completely. I mean, the NFC South was trash. They, they very nearly weren't even there in the playoffs, and they dropped 32 points on the Eagles. I had the Eagles minus three as my lock. I added the over 43. Uh, we go two and five on the week. It's the worst week in the NFL I've had in like over a month. Uh, we saved it for the postseason when it matters most. So that's always good. Um, I don't know. This was not the week that I wanted. Uh, it's not the week I expected. But And we got off to a really good start. Two and five on the week brings me to 51 and 49, nine and 10 in my locks. You went four and four. Yep. Brings you to 42, 29, and 1, 12, and 7 in your locks. What was your overall record, Joseph? 3 and 4. Um, that brings me to 35 and 46. 6 and 13 in my locks. Okay. Um, <laughs> not good. <laughs> um, yeah, we got to do better. That is not, not the uh, ideal start, especially after starting it off with a fucking home run. It, it, it was supposed to be a better week than it was. But we look ahead. We're on to the divisional round. Game starts Saturday, January 20th. Um, 3.30 kick, AFC divisional round. Texans, Ravens. Ravens are at home. My beloved Ravens. Minus nine. Total sits at 44.5, give or take. Everybody should know I have the Ravens 10-1 to to win the Super Bowl. Um, so I want the Ravens to win this game. I... I'm going to try to not bet with my heart here because I did just watch C.J. Stroud obliterate the Browns. Give me the Ravens, minus nine. 
I'm taking the Ravens. Okay. What are you taking? Texans? Uh, no, I'm taking the under. Under 44 and a half. Okay. Interesting. Two good third down defenses. I'm yeah. banking on. Um, I think, yeah, if I picked a side, it would be the Ravens, though. I, I like C.J. Stroud a lot. I think he's very good. I think the Texans, that was their peak, what we just saw. That's the way I look at it, at least the way I think it's very top heavy right now with the teams that can win. The majority of the teams are in the AFC. I mean, really, you go to the fucking NFC. Who's going to win the NFC? It's the it's the 49ers. It's the 49ers. You're dumpster diving with the Lions and the Bucks. 49ers just got gifted a fucking. They just got uh, gift wrapped an NFC championship berth, basically. Uh, nine and a half point favorites against the Packers because the Cowboys decided to shit the bed and robbed us of a of a rematch. Um, I think this is typically where, and same things. So the Texans upset the Browns, which it was obviously a much closer spread, but the Jaguars probably should have been here. Like you, you should have had, it should have been a completely different looking playoffs. So it's kind of a fortunate route for the two number one seeds. I think we, we see the Ravens kind of put it on the Texans here. Defensively, they can give Stroud some trouble. It was kind of ridiculous how poorly the Browns played. I don't expect the Ravens to play that poorly. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay the, I'm gonna lay the nine. It's just, this is a quarterback league, and C.J. Stroud's damn good. But it's like, how good is he? Are you gonna march into Baltimore against the number one seed, and you're gonna drop thirty on him? So, for your sake, you better hope not. But yeah, I, I don't think it happens. So you're going just under forty-four and a half, or do you? Yeah. Get, is there a better number? No, just 44 and a half. All right, Joseph, what are you taking? I'm going to take the Texans' first half plus five and a half. Okay. Um, just really because they're so hot right now, and um, I think it could be close at halftime. The Ravens haven't played in a little while. Uh, they, they had a bye week last week, and they rested their starters week 18. Um, so I could see them maybe coming out a little stagnant. I'm not saying the Texans cover the whole game or – you know, win the game, but I think they could keep it close in the first half. And um and I could definitely see Harborough Harborough getting his guys going at halftime and then they Who? Harbaugh. Harborough? Harborough. <laughs> I, Harbaugh. I, I legitimately didn't know what he was saying. No, yeah, I was trying to say Harbaugh. I couldn't get that shit out. Um yeah, I could see him getting him going at halftime and, and maybe covering the whole game, but I think it'll be close in the first half. So you're not worried about pregame jitters for uh Stroud? Oh, no. No, he got him out already. Mm, we'll see. We'll see. Stroud's it's a, good, dude. It's a different animal, though. You going on the road now? Yeah, it's going to be more tough on the road. It's just, oh, no. I think they could come out a little sleepwalkish. Yeah. I could be wrong. I mean, the Ravens are obviously one of the best teams in the NFL. Number one seed. <laughs> um, Overall number one seed, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, trust me, if, if, it takes a lot for me to not back C.J. Stroud after what I saw him just do to the Browns. So, um, I mean, I'm not saying they're even going to be up at halftime. I just I could oh, they see better it not being, be up. A, being a three- or four-point game, maybe. Yeah, yeah, they better not be up. Uh, all right, we go to the second game. Packers, 49ers, NFC Divisional Playoffs. Like we just talked about, the Cowboys did the 49ers a huge favor, um, as well as the Lions. Lions get another home game because the Cowboys shit the bed. Packers and Niners, the Niners are nine and a half point favorites over under 50 and a half, give or take. 
Which way are you going? <sighs> this is your lock, isn't it? No. No? This is another tough one. This is honestly like a exact same situation as what we just talked about. You got, yeah. you got the juggernaut of the NFC going up against a young quarterback, essentially a rookie, his first year starting, who just lit up a fucking team that was favored. It's it's the same situation, basically. And that's why I'm going to take the Niners minus nine and a half. I have a vested interest in Jordan Love. I have a lot of Jordan Love rookie cards. I want Jordan Love to do well. So, again, this it's just, I just, I don't see it. Uh, Jair Alexander, I'm going to imagine Are you? if he goes, then, I mean, he hurt his ankle again. It was the ankle that he's been nursing and trying to get back. It, it was questionable if he would play the game because he hurt it right before in practice, a couple days before. He re-aggravated the same ankle in the game. If he's out, life becomes a lot more difficult. Um, the Packers' defense is underrated, though. Yeah. You got, what, Rashawn Gary. You've got Preston Smith. You've got a couple other guys, too, that can rush the passer pretty well. Um, yeah, but I'm still I'm going to lay it with the Niners. Which way are you going? I'm going um, Packers over 20-and-a-half and 49ers over 30-and-a-half. Okay. Why not just a full game over? <laughs> <laughs> I think one of these teams goes over. So you're trying to like guarantee yourself one. Yeah, one and one. Okay. If you had to pick which one you think goes over, if you had to pick between the two, who would you lean? It's going to hit their over. Um, the reason I'm taking the Packers is because I think the Niners are going to be up. I think the Packers will be playing from behind. Okay. Maybe back door. I don't know. That's why I'm worried about the spread. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely thought about it. Um, yeah, I don't know. That time to rest, though, for the Niners' defense. See, I, I like the rest. I think the rest is good. I I don't think at this point you really come out that sluggish. Like college, coming off a bye week, I can see sluggish. They're going to the fucking bar and getting hammered. In the NFL, not so much. Not playoff football. And especially when you're the best. When you're the, top, when you're the one seed and especially the 49ers, like I said, getting a much easier route, I think we see them come out and handle business. Uh, what are you taking in this one, Joseph? Yeah, I'm going to take the 49ers as well. Okay. Might be contradicting myself a little bit, but. It was just alarming how much, there were plenty of throws that Love had where I was like, I literally, as he's throwing, I'm like, fuck, off his back foot, like, and then Dobbs has got nobody within 15 yards in the middle of the field, wide mm -hmm. open. Plus, they're playing soft bullshit zone. I think the the Cowboys are clearly frauds. They got exposed. Uh, wh who was the one getting all the pick sixes? Deron Bland. Yeah, he's he's the Trayvon Diggs. He he's the either it's a pick six or he's getting burnt. Uh, Gilmore didn't look good. There there was a lot of people on that back end that did not look good. Um, Where was Michael Parsons? Yep. A lot of people were critical of Parsons. I didn't think Parsons played that bad. Yeah, but what like he's your guy you're expecting to fucking just create a mess in the backfield. Yeah, I mean, he had a couple. I mean, one, he was getting held a good bit. Um, and I know, yeah, he gets doubled a lot. I understand that. Yeah. I mean, he's been getting doubled all season. Yeah, no, I, I feel like, yes, he could have had a better game, I, guess, I suppose. But 
you need the other guys to step up. You need uh, Demarcus Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah. You need the people that are getting the single coverage. It's kind of like sure. with us with Cam Jordan. It's like somebody else has Rankins would have yeah. a good game in the middle. Like, and then so, it'll free up that guy to come, mm-hmm. you know, get more pass rush. Yeah. So, but just the entire defense, really. Yeah, it, it, it's really it's is is it's the same question for both these. Is Stroud are Stroud and Love going to be able to have the same success moving the ball through the air? You've got the two best defenses in football now, the Ravens and the 49ers, without question. The be- of the defenses remaining, these are the two best. I understand the Chiefs defense is good, but I don't I don't think they're as good as either of these two. Um and especially after being able to see what uh, I, I don't know. I'm going to lay the points with the Niners. I don't feel great about either either of these. So with that being said, we look ahead to Sunday, uh, January 21st. Started off with the Buccaneers and the Lions. Lions are six and a half point favorites. The total sits at 48 and a half. Which way are you going? Buccaneers plus six and a half. Me too, and this was nearly my lock. Like I said, I was not impressed with the Lions defense at all. People want to people want to pat Aiden Hutchinson on the back, and, and that's great and all. I don't think he's that spectacular. I, I think he's a little overhyped. Uh, Sutton, the DB, trash, trash. Yeah, they they leave a lot to they have. A, there's a lot to be desired on the back end of the Lions' defense. So, I think the Buccaneers. Um, one, it's kind of like the Alvin Kamara thing. The Buccaneers always gave us trouble because of the speed they have at linebacker. So I think that they can kind of match up with Jameer Gibbs decently enough Devin White uh Buccaneers fans like hate him now mm-hmm. uh, obviously they overpaid the shit out of him um he was like the Camara beater because he could go yeah. side to side so I, I think he can match up with Gibbs fairly well enough on the offensive side of the ball the Buccaneers have Rashad White who uh has kind of opened things up for them at least on the ground and and also catching out the backfield Mike Evans is still Mike Evans. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the points. I'm gonna take the six and a half with the Buccaneers. I was not impressed with the Lions. I, I really wasn't. And how much did they? How much energy? This their this was their first home playoff game in 30 years, and they win it, and it came down to the wire. How much energy did they exert? The Buccaneers are like. I don't know. Baker Mayfield's a psychopath. I, I don't even know how else to describe it. They shouldn't be here. They just beat the shit out of the Eagles. Six and a half points feels like too many here. Which way are you going, Joseph? I'm going to take the over. Okay. Yeah, I definitely couldn't bring myself to take the under. I'll Because that Buccaneers secondary ain't spectacular not, either. And then, um, I mean, the Lions do have weapons, but it's like I, I just I was scratching my head. Like, what happened to Jared Goff? What happened in the second half? Yeah. Where's Amon Rase Brown? Laporta. Why are we not getting the ball to Jameer Gibbs? What like I literally, it's like, what the fuck happened? I kind of I might take the over too. I'm gonna take the over as well. I mean, I was impressed that the Buccaneers did most of their off uh damage offensively with I mean, it wasn't Mike Evans and Godwin. It was Trey Palmer. It was whoever the fuck the guy was that caught the long touchdown. It was Otten. Yeah, that... Oh, like your guys that... that fucking you killed me, dude. <laughs> I try... I, every now and then I'll dabble in a first touchdown score. And somebody asked me, who should we go with? I said, let's go Kate Otten 23-1. to 1. If you look at it, he throws it all to Mike Evans. 
Next in line, Kate Otten. And Baker Mayfield likes a tight end. Kate Otten had a ball in his fucking hands. 23 to 1 odds. You fucking idiot. Dude, that one. Oh, that one fucking killed me. It hit him right in the hands. Should have been the first touchdown of the game for the Buccaneers. 23 to 1 odds. And he dropped it. Um, Yeah, I mean, Mike Evans. I, I, what did he finish with? He, he made... Uh, Two or three catches, I think. Yeah, but he dropped that deep ball. Yeah. That deep ball would have been it was a, a good ball. Yeah, it was a perfect ball. Yeah, yeah. That, that wasn't on Baker at all. Um, and, and that's typically the the shit you see Mike Evans catch. Um, yeah, no, Otten's a good a good option. Um, obviously, they still have Chris Godwin. Palmer had the 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 deep touchdown. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to add the over as well. At over 48 and a half, I'm, I'm going to lay the, or I'm going to take the points uh, plus six and a half. You're just taking the bucks, you said? Yeah. Okay. So we're all on the same one. Yep. For our lock. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. Um, does anybody have two plays for the game? I have a lean on one of them. But what about you? I'm going to see where y'all go. Final game, just one, one play? yeah. Just your lock? Okay. Interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Oh, man. I'll let you go first then. Um, All right, so the final game. It sounds like everybody's lock pertains to the Chiefs and Bills. Undoubtedly will be the best game. Um, A redemption opportunity for Josh Allen. Uh, Both of these teams have not looked really up to par from what we'd normally expect this season. The Bills have had to grind out wins down the stretch just to get to where they're at. The line currently sits as Buffalo is a two and a half point home favorite. The total sits at 46 and a half. So with that being said, most important bets of the week. That's a lock. Kramer, you've had this thing under control for almost three years now. But it's a lock. They need that fucking juice. They need that next bet. They need come on, come on. Yes! When they win, they go fucking crazy. Where are we going? Chiefs, Bills. I'm betting on the Chiefs. Are you? Chiefs defense here. That's all you got? Yep. <laughs> I'm taking the Bills plus uh, minus two and a half at home. If it's not now for Josh Allen, it's never. It's never. It's never if it's not now. <laughs> it's never if it's not now. The Bills have had to rally off win after win after win. And here you are, the first road playoff game for Patrick Mahomes. We're going into Orchard Park. Give me the Bills, minus two and a half. The one weakness of the Chiefs defense is the rushing is, is the run game. Um, the, the Chiefs defense is vastly improved. Do not get me wrong. This is the best defense Patrick Mahomes has ever had. With that being said, hand the ball to James Cook. Maybe Josh Allen on the ground could give him a little bit of trouble here. It, it It's going to be a fucking good game. I'm going to, like I said, Josh Allen, it's now or never. Which one are we going to do? It, it's got to be now. Give me the Bills minus two and a half is my lock of the week. Joseph, which way are you going? I am going to go with the Chiefs as well, plus two and a half. Um, same point. Only point that Nick talked about is that defense. <laughs> He's fucking so- <laughs> well, <laughs> What? He didn't want you on his side, apparently. Well, I was just looking at his, his reaction. That's the way I see it is that defense. I mean, the Bills run game, like you said, does look good, but. I'm, I'm hoping that interior line will, will hold up, and I think the secondary can definitely hold up. 
Josh Allen can make, can make some mistakes in this one. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Just out of spite to him, you should flip. You should flip to the Bills. <laughs> well, the Chiefs is how I would handicap. <laughs> Just it. out of spite to him. Yeah, but come on, let's be honest. It's been it's been uh, when we who who's better off if when y'all are on the same side? What's y'all's record? No, I don't know. Shit, I have no clue. I mean, is it is it profitable? I just know Joseph said he was six and thirteen in his locks. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I'm sub five hundred in my locks now. I'm twelve spite, and seven. Out of spite, I'm telling you. Out of, you know what? Don't do it. Don't do it. But we're I'll gonna stick with the one and seven, Joseph. We're gonna we're gonna look back on this. I gave you. The, I I recommended that you should have flipped out of spite to him. The Bills are going to win this game. I never bet against greatness. Only did it once this whole year, and it cost me last week. You did it in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I won. No. What are you talking about? Buccaneers, Chiefs. You were on the Chiefs. I was on the Bucks. 49ers, Chiefs. Yeah. You were lost. on the Niners. Yeah. <laughs> you bet against them there. <laughs> but I bet against them again. Yeah, but, okay, yeah, but I, I don't bet against greatness. You bet against greatness often. You bet against him his first two Super Bowls. Yeah, and I won one. <laughs> I'm just saying it goes against what you said. Then the 49ers should have won that game. Ah, I mean, we want to dive into it. Garoppolo should have threw a better ball. Well, now they got Purdy. If it was Purdy Chiefs, I'd probably take the uh, Niners. So you really don't think you, you don't think this is the number one opportunity for the Bills to right their wrongs. No, I think it's harder than ever before. In what way? They're going against a far better defense. But a lesser offense. Yeah, but... This is an offensive league. It was an offensive league. <laughs> you think... So You they're going to plan for Rasheed Rice. Yeah, they're going to run it down their throat. You think? Yeah, Penchenko. <laughs> it is going to be cold, but so you're not worried about the Bills and their ability to run the ball? Not too much. That's the one weakness of the Chiefs' defense. Mm. It'll take a lot from Allen. Yeah, I think it's got to be now, though. He'll have to lead the uh, team in rushing to win. Well, what do you mean? James Cook's a thousand-yard rusher. He's all right. He's pretty good. <laughs> he just doesn't have the touchdowns because Allen takes them all for himself. Because he's fucking greedy. Hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, my obviously my main concerns are is Josh Allen going to turn the ball over? Um, got 18 picks on the year. But this is just one. At home, it's got to be now. It, this has got to be. This is the spot. There's no way. Patrick Mahomes is the greatest football player to ever live if he goes in and fucking shits on Josh Allen again, this time on the road. We don't know how Mahomes operates on the road in the playoffs. It's the first one. I but, bet he operates pretty pretty damn good. You think? I don't know why you would think otherwise. I mean, what's the point of home field advantage? It's an advantage, but some players just have it, you know, and some players don't. You don't have any worries? about? Yeah, I'd, I already said that the run game of Buffalo does concern me, but I'm, I'm hoping that their interior line can – Hold up, because I think Josh Allen will make mistakes if they can't get the run game going. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this is definitely the most intriguing of uh, of all the games this week, in my opinion. It, it, it's obviously the biggest matchup. I do like, for the Ravens' standpoint, that 
I mean, it's three teams at the top. Mm-hmm. Luckily for the Ravens, the, the two below um, have to play each other. So how would it – say the Ravens win this week. They – oh, yeah, this is to – I'm tripping. This is to go to the AFC Championship. So either the Chiefs or the Bills, that's going to be uh, – it's going to be tough. All right, to recap, I'm going to take the Ravens minus nine. I'm going to take the 49ers minus nine and a half. I'm going to take the Buccaneers plus six and a half and the over 48 and a half. And then my lock of the week is going to be the Bills minus two and a half. I'm on Texans, Ravens under 44 and a half, Packers over 25 and a half, 49ers over 30 and a half, Buccaneers plus six, and the Chiefs plus two and a half. Texans plus five and a half in the first half. 49ers minus nine and a half. Lions, Eagles, I mean, Lions, Bucks over 48 and a half. And Chiefs for my lock of the week plus two and a half. Okay. So Chiefs win, Ravens win. You back in the Chiefs again? I don't know. Depends on the spread. Just to win. You don't think that they march into Baltimore and Mahomes just does what he does best? I don't know. I think it would be... uh... It'll be tough. What would you make the line currently? Obviously, I understand we got to just at this very moment. I understand there's other factors that could come into play. Um, three and a half points. Really? I'd make it fucking nine and a half. Um, yeah, no, I'm interested to see what happens. It, it's going to be the first two games are the toughest in terms of just with the spread and all of that. But then, like I said, I think the most intriguing is clearly the Chiefs and the Bills. We're going to find out who's going to the conference championships, and then uh, then we go from there. Do we have anything uh, anything before we go? Nope. Joseph? Nope. All right, you did your recap, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, episode 180 is in the books. Um, again, hit, hit subscribe. Tell a friend. We did not what we wanted to do last week, but we get another opportunity now. Uh, so let's... Trying to make some money. Y'all have a good one. Who that? The house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this because a little bit that I rushed. It felt like I rushed. That was good. I liked it.